Mel Yummy Mummy Geriatric Mum? How the f*** did that happen? Hi, I'm Sally Wallace and welcome to my podcast, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Why the name? Well, it's a label that I've been slapped with recently, so I've decided to embrace it. But don't worry, it's not all sore nips and stretch marks from here onwards. As a former radio presenter, public speaker, and someone who's a huge advocate of keeping banter alive, each week I'll be sharing life observations with a twist, random questions, subject matters that'll blow your mind, like, do we really eat spiders in our sleep? Am I the only woman who walks around with crystals in her bra? And... Why is it that my husband's clothes and socks are so much more comfortable than my own? All gripping stuff. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Something has brought you here today, and I think it's because we're on the same vibration station. Thank you so much for having a listen. I really hope you enjoy it. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome. Right, if you're listening to these in order, then last week, which is episode number nine, you would have probably noticed that I had horrendous tonsillitis. So this week, you'll be happy to know that it has cleared. It's gone. Thank God. Because last week, I was I was sounding a little bit like... Have you ever watched Snoopy? You know, Charlie Brown. And um, they used to pick up the phone, didn't they? And go, um, hi, Charlie Brown. Who's it? Blah, 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 blah. Who's that there? And the person on the other end of the phone used to sound like this. <laughs> That's what I sounded like last week. <laughs> my tonsils were sat in my nasal cavity and it was horrendous. But I literally ended up sounding like... I could hardly speak at one point. It was, I'm sure that most people took quite a bit of pleasure from it, but yeah, it was actually pretty rough. However, you'd be happy to know that I am fine now. Thank God. If not a little bit weird, because there's been a full on full moon, full on full moon, a full moon. God, that was a little bit dramatic, wasn't it? But I was enjoying myself. Um, full moon this week and it sent everybody batshit crazy in this house. Like the dogs have gone, fucking dogs getting up at three o'clock in the morning to go for a wee. Now, I don't know whether one of them's, they're th- my dogs are old now but I adore them no matter what but they're old and honey is 13 um but three o'clock in the morning no she doesn't bark let me just do the noise she goes like she's in distress so I'm like shit what's happened run downstairs nothing she goes outside honey you're gonna have a wee or not no she just wants to sniff around a bit and come back in oh fucking hell but the full moon has driven everybody nuts in this house this week Roman, who's my son, three years old now. No, not sleeping. He had about four hours sleep last night. What the hell's that all about? The night before that, five hours sleep. Yes, I I think he's slightly cyborg. I know he's IVF, but (laughs) what did they make him from? (laughs) Little dude. I think he's having a massive leap. Um, I don't. I don't, I didn't read any books when I had Roman. There's a lot of people that say you need to read these parenting books and you must read this one about children. And I didn't. I, I and it's not because I'm ignorant, but I, I didn't want to be overwhelmed by it all. But also, I didn't want somebody telling me their version of motherhood. I wanted to experience it for myself. But the one thing that I have done is I did get a little app on my phone and it told you about the leaps and developmental stages and everything. And I think we're hitting a big one at the moment. I think we're hitting a really big one at the moment. But do you know this crazy thing? is in about the past three weeks since he's turned three it's like he's almost grown a foot in height he just looks enormous and I've had to go and buy him a load of new t-shirts and I, I was like I said to Scott the other night I said do you not think he looks really tall all of a sudden and people say oh yeah your kids just grow overnight they really do 
Honestly, in the last three weeks, he's taken a real stretch. Like a, and even I was like, bloody hell, Roman, you're massive. And he's, he's a really big lad. He's always been over the like 90th percentile of growth anyway, because he is a big boy. But then my husband's like over six foot. I always like to think I'm six foot, but I'm not. I'm like five foot eight, probably five foot seven and a half. Let's pretend. High heels, I can hit six foot. Um, but he is, yeah, he's going to be a big lad anyway. But he, um, yeah, definitely taken a stretch recently. He's looking really tall. But there's a there's a point now where I've noticed that you know the little baby features, they're starting to go, and he's looking like a little boy, and it's making me very emotional. I need to get a grip because I think I'm going to start crying. No, I'm getting my shit together. Hang on. Oh my god! Right, it is. It's ugh, fuck. <laughs> fucking arguing with myself. <laughs> It's like Schmeagel, isn't it? <laughs> you know, have you ever seen Lord of the Rings and he starts arguing with him? Don't touch him, don't touch him. That's what I'm like. Oh, I'm so sorry. But yeah, it is. It's really emotional because I can just see these little changes where he's turning into a little boy. And don't get me wrong, you know, it's it's wonderful. Of course, it's wonderful to watch him grow. But at the same time, it's like, he's so cute. He just, yeah, just, that's almost like that little baby phase. Are we stepping out of it now? No, 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 no. But I don't want to be one of those crazy mums that clings on for too long. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm voicing it, crying about it and sharing it at the same time, which do you know what? That's not a bad thing. Anyway, yeah, full moon madness in our house this week. Everybody's gone batshit crazy, but it's been a good week a really really good week i hit over a thousand downloads this week with the podcast so i have to say thank you so much to everybody who's listening regularly and sharing my podcast and oh my god five star ratings thank you i'm really overwhelmed like really overwhelmed this week it's been um something that was has has made me have a bit of an emotional <laughs> sound like such an emotional wreck don't i i was like <gasps> no but i did i had a good cry about it in the car so that to me is i think crying's good because i i when i when i I express loads of gratitude I end up crying I don't know why it's just the person I am so if I say thank you I'm like oh thank you thank you so much <laughs> I'd be amazing on stage making a fucking speech me oh it's lovely <laughs> get a bit off do you know what Gwyneth Pouch hasn't got a patch on me to be honest with you but yeah no I am really really grateful really grateful to hit over a thousand downloads uh, which is under eight weeks I've done that in so yeah I'm so chuffed about that and I've got loads of five-star reviews as well so yeah I'm really really pleased and do you know what it's been a good night so far so oh the dogs are fed they've been weed fed and weed baby's been milked he's downstairs with his dad chilling out before bedtime um and i've come to my uh, sneaky little area in the bedroom upstairs to come and um to come and come and have some fun to be honest with you one thing i have done which you'll be and you'll be quite pleased to hear is I always like to bring a cup of tea. When I come and sit down to do a podcast, I like to bring a cup of tea with me. In fact, my routine is I like to bring a brew and I like to bring a pint of Vimto. We have pint glasses in our house. Do you have them in yours? Because I don't, I don't particularly, if somebody says to me, would you like a glass of water? And they bring you a thimble of water. I don't want to be one of those people. <laughs> people come round to my house and I pass them across like a little egg cup of water. Oh, there you go. Are you thirsty? I'd be like, the fuck is that? Don't bother. So no, and we have pint glasses in our house so we just give people pints of vimto <laughs> would you like a drink have a pint of coke <laughs> see i've got a pint of vimto and um, if you're not from the uk i actually really feel for you because vimto is genius it's like the most amazing beverage in the world you can have it hot and you can have it cold it's non-alcoholic by the way it is a cordial um 
you add water to it um, and you have to drink it in pints because it's just so good. Anyway, you'll be happy to know that I finished my tea because I was thinking, oh, I'll just, I'll just drink my tea during my podcast. And I'm not lying, right? I started doing the podcast and I took a slip of my tea and I thought, oh, fuck no, delete that. That's horrendous. I don't think there's anything worse than listening to somebody going, I thought, no way, people will never come back again. <laughs> Can't do that. Delete, delete, delete. <laughs> Drank my tea. <laughs> And have burnt the inside of my mouth. <laughs> What's it? <laughs> Do you know what, though? I am not one of those people who can drink hot tea. Oof. I, I watch Scott drink his tea and I'll, I'm always the one who makes the brews in this house. So I'll say, Do you want a cup of tea, babe? Yeah, go on then. So I'll make him a tea and I make myself a tea. And then I'll go and take the tea into him, sit down and... And it's almost like he's drinking a cold beverage. He'll just go, he doesn't even slip it. He just goes like that. I'm like, oh my God, that's boiling hot. Are you okay? Hey, what are you on about? And he can neck a whole boiling hot cup of tea. I'm a slurp. I'm like that. Like this. And it takes me ages to drink a cup of tea. Don't get me wrong. I don't like it cold. I do not like cold tea. Um, but I do not have an asbestos mouth. Because <laughs> that's what he's got, basically. And he can neck a whole boiling. Do you know what? Right now, I guarantee that wherever you're sat, whether you're sat in the car at the moment or you're cleaning the house or maybe you're alone in your bedroom. No, I don't want to know. <laughs> no, but seriously, you're like, oh my God, Sally, I know a person who is the same as that. I think we all know somebody who drinks boiling hot beverages and we're shocked at it. And we're like, what? You may even be that person who can neck a boiling hot beverage. How the hell do you do it? I've just been sat here thinking, just being courteous, to be honest with you. Nobody wants to listen to me slurping this. I'll neck it quickly. And then was like, oh, shit. I've burnt the inside of my mouth. (laughs) Fool. (laughs) This is not the way I wanted to go today. (laughs) Oh, do you know what? It's a surprise every week. Anyway. Um, do you know what? I'm actually thinking about boiling hot beverages. I'm the same with food as well. My mum, oh, Sandra, my mum will eat her plate of food boiling hot. And I mean, when it's really, really hot. So when people go, oh, that's piping hot, that is. And you know, like when, when you're a mum, you go, blow on it, blow on it. And then you end up going over to your kids' food and going, and just gobbing all over it anyway. My mum, and this is so funny, will burn the inside of her mouth going, oh, like, mum, if it's too hot, don't bother. Oh, but I do like to eat my food hot, Sally. <laughs> Why does my mum suddenly... <laughs> I sound like a character from Little Britain. Oh, I do like to eat my food hot. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's uh, it's something that I've never understood. And, um, and I just can't do because if I ate or drank super hot food, I end up with blisters in my mouth. And quite frankly, it's game over for, for a few days. Actually, do you know what? I should probably do it more often because then it'll stop me from eating so much shit as well, to be honest with you. Right. I'll leave that one with you right there then. I guarantee you know somebody who drinks hot drinks and it just baffles you. It baffles me as well. In fact, this week has been a whole week of what the f- like w- WTFs, shall we say? What the fucks? Because there is, do you know what, right? I, I can't believe this actually happens and this is where I thought do you know what shall I mention this on my podcast or is this a little bit over the top and then I thought no no it's not because I feel that if I don't get put it out there then I'm not being my true self and I feel that that's what it's all about nowadays isn't it being your authentic self and saying what you really think okay so here goes somehow at some point this week I have been googling 
it was sunning, sunning yourself or sun or best places to go for the sun at this time of year. And where can we travel to get the sun? And I know all the weird things about the sun. We're, we're going to have an extension on our house. I wanted to know, <laughs> I'm so stupid, <laughs> which is the best place to have the bit of the garden where the sun's going to set in the summer, in the winter. Everything's to do with sun. So there I am googling away sun, sun, sun. I shit you not. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, it has come up with butthole tanning. (laughs) Yes, butthole tanning. Apparently, this is such a thing where people, uh, uh, individuals, lie on their back uh, with their legs in the air, sunning their genitals. I, I, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. Does this really happen? Is this me basically getting a little bit confused with something? But you know what? No, it's not. It's not because I actually clicked on it. I'm not going to lie. I thought, what the fuck is that? I clicked on it. And there was actually an image of somebody, they looked like they were doing a yoga position. You know, when you've got your two front, your, your fingers and you grab hold of your big toe and then you put your legs in the air and you try and put them straight. Yeah, it was a bit like that. But naked, tanning his ass. And apparently it's supposed to be very beneficial for vitamin D, sunning your genitals, um, it's huge benefits of it. What the benefits are, I don't know. I don't know. I know that we all lack vitamin D and the sunshine's wonderful for it. But at the same time, isn't <laughs> I'm actually genuinely interested in this. <laughs> Does it actually benefit your health in any way? And another interesting question is, where do you go to sun your asshole? <laughs> where do you go? Where can you go on holiday? Oh, we went to a lovely place in Benidorm, met this lovely couple that were sunning their assholes next to us. <laughs> can you see now why I wasn't going to mention it? But I just had to. I just had to. I think it's called, um, um, it's known as perineum, but, or, oh God, what is it? The perineum, yeah, per- per- perineum, oh, can't say it, I can't say it. Uh, tanning, um, um, also known as genital tanning or butthole tanning, it's also known as. So yeah, this I find fascinating. I am throwing this out there to you right now, if you have got any information on it, because I just find it so funny. If you've actually been on holiday and seen somebody butthole tanning, or you're a bum tanner yourself. <laughs> And do you know what? If you're in the medical profession and it does actually have benefits, well, share away because I'll tell you what, there's a secluded part of my garden <laughs> which could definitely do with a bit of mooning and tanning. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, do let me know. Find me on Instagram. It's at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. And I'm on Facebook as well. Really easy to find. I have no idea why I want to know about this. I'm just absolutely fascinated. Things like this fascinate me. Absolutely fascinate me. Because I just... I don't know. I quite like people who are a bit out of the norm, to be fair. And and I I find it wonderful when you meet. It's like, this is another thing. So this is a conversation that started about a year ago. Okay. And um, funnily enough, Jackie, who has been a guest on on the podcast, amazing woman. She's an acupuncturist. She's fantastic. She's a fertility acupuncturist. I actually went to see her and it was a friend of mine that um, recommended Jackie to me. And it was this friend, she won't mind mentioning her name. She's wonderful, Justine. She said, we were talking about, this is going to sound really random, but it's one of those things that women talk about. We were talking about bikini line. And it was Justine who said to me, do you know that Bush is back? I said, what do you mean Bush is back? And she was like, Bush, like, you know, Bush down there. It's back. I went, what are you on about? 
She's like, seriously, apparently it's fashionable now to have a full on pant moustache. Oh, no chance. Are you serious? This is completely not me for sex, right? I, I can't even believe this. I've, I've, am I completely out of touch with everything? And she said, no, seriously, it is, it is, apparently it's, it's seen as attractive and it's, um, it's quite Viking. It's also taking you back to nature a bit. And apparently guys love it. Well, I was really shocked. I was like, what the f? And I, so Jackie, I then had an appointment with Jackie and I said to Jackie, Jackie, is Bush back in? And she went, oh, apparently so. Yeah, apparently so. Apparently it's uh, it's more fashionable nowadays to have a Bush. I went, oh, I'll be dead honest with you. I've taken the whole thing off for years and years and years because I, I did loads of cycling in my 20s, loads of cycling. And honestly, I, I love I love, I love, love cycling anyway. And I've got a bike at the house. I've got a push bike, but I've also got a Peloton as well. And you, you just can't have Bush if you've got, if you're doing a lot of cycling because the friction is insane. So the whole thing comes off anyway. Um, but she's like, no, no, no. Apparently it's, it's really back in, in fashion. Anyway, I haven't got the balls to ask anybody else. <laughs> I'll be dead honest with you. It's not something I want to go around. Not like somebody in the town centre, you know, who chases after people and goes, excuse me, have you got a moment? Oh, no, no, thank you. Just want to know if Bush is back. <laughs> Fuck off, you weirdo. <laughs> But it fascinates me. Things like this absolutely fascinate me. So I grew up in the era of you just take the whole thing off. In fact, I years ago, like when I was, uh, I suppose, when I first went for a wax. Oh, my God, I can't wax it. I can't wax it. It's so painful. I don't. Do you know what? I really, really salute girls who go and get their bikini line waxed because it is brutal. But I went for a full Hollywood and that's like, you know, um, right up the bum and obviously not in the bum but right between my cheeks and my friend Ashley did it and actually she's amazing she was so professional but even at one point I was like oh my god Ashley you're getting a bit close there and she was like no don't worry just take your knickers off it's fine but it was it was obviously you know everything's hanging out but it's the nicest feeling ever oh my gosh it just felt so fresh I felt like I wanted to dance around with a skirt on and no knickers <laughs> felt amazing <laughs> so yeah I'm from that sort of like when Hollywoods came into fashion and um, it, 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 people were getting verjazzled years ago. Ugh, not for me, not for me. Do you know what? I never tried it. I didn't want to either because do you, knowing me, I'd probably get verjazzled, put my knickers on and everything would stick to me inside of my crutch of my pants. So no, not happening. But it's one thing that I find really fascinating that big bushes are back in because I think there's nothing <laughs> more offensive than going on holiday and seeing huge pant moustaches hanging around <laughs> just find it no I don't want to see that I really really don't want to see that so what this is it right okay when bush if, if bush really is back in surely it needs to be a trimmed bush look at me I'm, I'm even overthinking it I'm even overthinking it jeez I need to get a grip to be honest with you yeah that's another interesting one look at me butthole tanning and bushes <laughs> Sally do you have a life no not really do you know what? It's actually a really good thing that my mum doesn't listen to my podcast because she'd be completely confused. Bush, Bush back. What do you mean Bush is back? It's never not been out of fashion. <laughs> Watch out, Sandra. <laughs> Bless her. Oh, do you know what? Right. My poor mum and dad have 
not struggled during the lockdown, but yeah, well, I, I really felt for them. Put it this way, the whole lockdown that's been going on for the past two years feels like, doesn't it? Everything that's gone on, it's actually prevented them from going to see my sister in Australia. Now, Roman is three, but my sister has a little boy, Bert, who's four months older than Roman to the day. Okay, he's four months older to the day. Now, when my sister had uh, Bert, my mum flew over there when he was about two, three months old. So my mum went on her own, but my dad didn't get a chance to go. And so the plan was they were going to go the year after kind of thing. And then, of course, lockdown happened. So my poor dad has never met his grandson, who's now three. He's obviously three. He's he's just turned three months, uh, sorry, three years and four months. And and I think I think the lockdown has unnerved them a bit. Uh, I know it has. I know for a fact it has. It's really not their confidence. But I know I'm not alone in that one because I speak to friends and their parents are very similar. Um, really lost the confidence with not just going out of the house, but traveling as well, long haul. And my mum and dad, they're in their 70s, but they've always been like frequent flyers. Uh, my brother lives in America. My sister lives in Australia. So they've never been afraid of going long haul ever. Bearing in mind, my mother's got two plastic kneecaps and or <laughs> whatever else is going on at the time, bless her. But they have been so determined to get to Australia to see my sister. And they've had to go through so many hoops and hurdles to get there, having medicals done, all sorts of tests that have been going on. Anyway, they finally flew on Wednesday morning and they're over the moon. Absolutely over moon. I've already spoken to my mum. She's like, oh, I'm not, I'm here, I'm here. Oh my God. She, it must, it must have been so tearful to, to see my sister. She's not seen a daughter for like, my dad's not seen my sister for four years. My mum's not seen her for three years. Um, and my sister's got four kids. So I am just at the moment, I'm, yeah, I'm on cloud nine and I love, I am the sort of person who I love feeling happy for other people. And just to see my mum's face the other day on FaceTime, I just thought, oh, mum, she's so happy. I could cry about it now thinking about it. She's so happy and she just looks, I mean, the kids are so happy that she's there. Uh, but at the same time, she, she was so worried about flying, so worried about flying, not just that. And then she's just concerned about everything. She's just really had quite a knock with everything that's gone on. And she's not alone with that one either. But there's there's so many people that I've got that, you know, my sister and I know friends that live in Australia and they're desperate for their families to go over there now. So, yeah, I'm just really grateful at the moment that my mum and dad are over there having a really good laugh. And the weather's bloody lovely as well. I went, mum, are you all right? Oh, I'm in my shorts. Can you see? I've got my shorts on. I've got my shorts on and I've got my t-shirt on. Have you, have you shaved your bush? What? What was that? Nothing. See you later. <laughs> oh, bless her. She'll have such a lovely time. She really, she really will. Can you hear that? I've just what I thought, what the hell's that? Next door's bloody dog is barking. I'm not going to complain because my Jack Russells will go shit house crazy in the garden if there's a cat in the garden. It sounds like, it sounds like somebody's, you know, being attacked in the garden when my two dogs go for it. But they're not attacking anybody. They're just attacking themselves or the fresh air. Oh, I tell you what is really, where we live is in the middle of the car. Is that a fucking dog? Can you hear it? <laughs> I'm so sorry, but as you can tell, I do this live. Um, the the noises that you hear in the countryside are incredible. Right, so where we live, we don't live like massively remote, but God, when I grew up, we did live remote. We were like 11 miles away from the nearest town. Here, not so bad where we live here. It's just outside of Chester and it's beautiful, really, really beautiful, but it is rural. But we've got foxes um, in the summer, well, in the spring and the summer, and they sound, have you ever heard foxes fighting or crying? Oh, it sounds like a baby. It's really, really unnerving. It's like, it's one of the creepiest sounds ever. 
It is. It's it, honestly, it's it's really bad. But not just that. We don't have a cat, but there are about eight cats around us, um, uh, and you can hear cats fighting at night. Oh my God, they are hardcore, aren't they? But they really sound like they're beating the crap out of each other. It's like. <laughs> And in the summer and the spring, we like to sleep with the window open. But it's honestly, it's it's like Fight Club outside. It's like Cat Fight Club outside. It's really bad though. And you know for a fact that one of them's like, you know, really getting battered. It's it's, it's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. Not just that, we've got the foxes, the cats, and then we've got an owl. This owl is mint, all right, and it's a barn owl. And I've seen her a couple of times. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. I'm saying it's a girl. And um, she's awesome. I, I love owls. They fascinate me. I just find them fantastic creatures. Anyway, she sits in the field behind the house and you can hear her late at night. That was the shittest owl impression I've ever done. <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> Forgive me for my shit owl impression. I'm not going to do it again. Anyway, she sits in the field behind the house. And on a couple of occasions, she's actually done it recently. She sits on the fence post in the garden and it's just awesome. But every time we go out there, she'll fly off. So you've just got to like lie in bed and listen out for her. But yeah, it's, it's I I love the sound of owls. I think it's quite haunting, but really quite magical at the same time. I always feel like Harry Potter. I feel like it's Hedwig, my friend, and she's just popping in to say hello. Might drop me some posts as well at the same time. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Do you know Harry Potter? Right, I'm going totally off right that subject right now. But Harry Potter is one of those, like, I know there's movies, there's loads of them, isn't there? But seriously, if I am at home on my own or in an evening, I've got the lounge to myself and I'll go through the movies channel and it says Harry Potter. And sometimes like on Sky, they just have Harry Potter just playing out of one channel the whole time. I can just sit down and watch one of them. Honestly, it's one of those movie sets that it doesn't matter which one it is. I'll just sit and watch a Harry Potter. I just think it's amazing. I just absolutely love it. I love Harry Potter. And I I, I, thought, I don't know if I've got a favourite one. This is a crazy thing. I don't think I know all the names of them, to be honest with you. And I've never read the books either. I've never read the books. And my niece, Taya, is always telling me to read the books. Always. She's like, oh, God, you've got to read the books. She believes the books are better than the movies. But as far as I'm concerned, the movies are absolutely incredible. But they are one of those. I think they're one of those sort of like movie sets that you can just literally sit and just watch any one of them. And there's not a bad one. I love it. There's not many movies that you can watch over and over and over again. And Harry Potter is definitely one of them, without a doubt. Right, that's it for me. I will see you next week. Um, have a wonderful week. If you're on Instagram, find me at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Um, I'm getting into reels now and rather enjoying them. I'm also on Facebook as well. So that's dead easy to find. It's just Sally Wallace or Adventures of a Geriatric Mum, I think it is. I need to get that sorted, really. I can't remember what I set it up as. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's really easy to find anyway. Um, plus, please share the podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast and you like what you hear and you think your friends will like it as well, then I always appreciate a share. Um, it's wonderful to be able to meet new people and wait for it. Reach out to new friends and contacts. Oh, yeah. Look at me with the lingo. The, get involved. This is one of my favorites. Get involved. Get involved. All right. With what? So anyway, yes, um, I always do appreciate um, a reach out. <clears throat> said in the most non-sexual weird <laughs> it does sound weird <laughs> have a cracking week won't you and thank you so much for listening to my podcast you take care and I'll see you soon
Thank you so much for taking a listen to my podcast. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum, where there's a link to the podcast that you can share with all your friends. After all, sharing is caring, and you and I are best friends now.